Alberto Baylor. It's Mike from Detroit. I got a sports slash TV question for you. So uh, being from Detroit as a Pistons fan, I'm watching the winning time finale right now. I want to know your thoughts on winning time uh, coming from a, the perspective of a Lakers fan. Like, does it feel like you're reliving great memories? Does it feel accurate to you? Do you enjoy the show? Do you think it sucks? Let me know what you think. Peace. Well, here it is. That's my guy, Mike, from the What Up Though podcast. And also, One Mike. Um, the guy's a podcaster. He reviews movies and TV shows. And when I tell you it's an excellent, excellent breakdown of what he does, you shouldn't even go to nobody else. I'm telling you that right now. You shouldn't go to nobody else. Go straight to Mike's page on YouTube. Check him out. Subscribe. Send him some money. Donate. You know, you know how to, you know what it is. The more money roll in, the better the content get. But this content's gonna be great regardless, right? Appreciate the question. Appreciate the the um, the content. So, winning time. I haven't spoken much about it on well since lately, and that's because I wanted to binge on it. The last episode, and yes. Emphasis on the last episode of not only this season, which is season two, but <sighs> apparently it will it will not be renewed for a season three. I don't know how accurate that is, but I've been seeing it on my timeline on Twitter for the past 20 or 30 minutes. Right. So I can't say that I've actually found a reliable source, but. A, lot, a multiple sources that I follow that is in connection with the Lakers have said that winning time will not be renewed for a third season, which is that's terrible. You know, it was getting the 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 I want to say the revving up that they got going <laughs> for season three. To me, I think it was going to be nothing short than phenomenal because it's starting to get into the bird magic era, right? Um, and I'm pretty sure we got to introduce to the Pistons a little bit more, and maybe even the early uh, the early stages of the Bulls, right, in the 90s. So uh, we didn't even get to see Byron Scott, you know what I mean? Uh, well, just I haven't seen the last episode yet. So if they did roll out Byron Scott and James Worthy, that's what I was there for. I was, I was ready to see those cats on the roster. Do I like the show overall? Absolutely. I give it an A+. And I know it's an embellished um, version of what was going on around that time. I think he does a great job. Shout out to uh, Rashani. Uh, he actually reads the author and the creator of Winning Time, reads the books uh, as well. <clears throat> and he was saying that he gets straight to the point. He hold no punches, etc. And as you can tell with the characters uh, in this film is, is again, it, it's exaggerated because they got Jerry West on there looking like Stone Cold, acting like Stone Cold or whatever. But it's not too far from their characters. Even the guy that plays Magic, you can see how charming and, and and uh, you know, bubbly he can be, how concerned he is uh, uh, of certain things. You could just, growing up a Lakers fan, I guess this ties into winning time, is that a lot of things that they've shown in this show thus far between two seasons, 
for the most of us, and even people that's older than me, had more knowledge of this. Some people, uh, there's a person that I know that's what about twenty some years older than me that has been inside that club before. You know, at, hearing about it as a kid <laughs> about the club that they have in the form under underground. Um, you know, they 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 show quick videos or pictures of it, you know, watching the news and things like that. The Lakers in the 80s and the 90s was a big deal. I mean, shutting the city down. It, it's, it's like, see, and comparing it to like smaller towns or, you know, even college towns where or places like Texas or Bama, uh, where football is their life, and and they will shut down the town at a certain time to go see that, those Friday night games. It was similar to that. The Lakers had it like that when Shaq Hearn was on the mic. You know what I'm saying? Magic in the building, Cap, and them, and then even you know further down when you know after uh, you know the tragic shit started to go on and things like that right before. The Kobe and Shaq, because the Kobe and Shaq, the Kobe and Shaq era was more of Sundays. When they had Laker games on Sundays, it was a thing. Just as any pastor, the sermon would be a little bit different, a little bit more quicker. I promise you they would say that. Yo, we're not going to stay in here too long. You know, we got the Laker game at 1230. Absolutely. Absolutely. But in the 90s and in the 80s, it was like during the week, especially if we had a Friday night game. Cats will structure their time around the Lakers game, right? Literally, they'll get off work, go get, you know, food for the night, whether it's Mexican food, Chinese food. Mexican food and Chinese food pops out here. It's like they rank amongst the top three besides barbecue. But they in the top, they in the top two. Mexican food, a lot of Mexican food, a lot of Chinese food. Oh, man, especially back in the day. Um, and cats will go and, 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 and go get their uh, house fried rice or they go get their enchilada platter or they burritos. Yeah, real talk, nachos, pastrami sandwiches, stuff like that. Hit that Laker game and then hit the streets. Now, again, a lot of our shit was was closing at 2, 2 a.m., but then you have after spots and stuff like that. That's why the after spots out here is, 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 is more popular. Well, I ain't going to say more popular than any other place, but it's popping because, you know, the nightlife. You know, that nightlife goes all the way into the morning. Just like how they say Vegas, Vegas, they, they never sleep. You'll go to bed at like 6 a.m., stuff like that. It can happen out here. You know, it's just some people like to get back to their house. Some people like to get back to the hills. Some people like to get back to that hotel at a certain time, three, four, five o'clock in the morning. You know, it was a nightlife sunset. Magic got caught up in a lot of, man, you got to imagine, dog. You magic. Six, nine point guard, young cat in L.A. Like we've seen his story. It was stories before him and it was stories after him. We all we say it every year, every year about certain players. Even at even in this era, like certain cats shouldn't be on our team because coming to LA, it changes your whole life. Look at Cal Kuzma. Like these cats come out here and get opportunities, or the city eats them up because you don't know how to handle your business once you come out here. Magic just happened to be in a position where I mean, investing in a time like that was was everything. You know what I mean? He just so happened to be Real and having a phenomenal relationship with Jerry Buss, who took him on as a son. 
And and he literally probably looked at him like a son because neither one of his sons was athletic like that. You know, business side, they were running their own things. They had their own teams and stuff like that. It's great to see how Jeannie Buzz came along. And you can see how more and more, every, well, since her, her father passed away, she has tried her best to move like her father. And that explains her and her relationship with, with her brothers, where he had looked at them to take on the family legacy of running a franchise. But your daughter was always right there, though. And we seen that. We seen that. You know, when we when we had that 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 family altercation, you know what I'm saying, bringing Dwight Howard in and 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 Nas, because that's who you know the the brother was trying. You know, he was he was trying to do his thing. You know, uh, that was our first option. You know, we was definitely going after Mello. He didn't close the deal. You know what I'm saying? It was other players that was involved. Didn't close the deal, and we ended up with a broken down Bentley and Nash. And we got Dwight Howard the first time who wasn't ready, right? Even Kobe said it. Before, you know, before he even hung up the phone, he said he's not, it's not going to work. And he's right because him coming to L.A., dog, you know, it's, 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 it's a city. I, I, playing for a team in, 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 in Florida, Miami to be exact, in New York, maybe even Chicago, you know, places like Houston, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of temptation. You know what I'm saying? And and it's even worse nowadays because now you got TMZ. You know, you, you're you being recorded everywhere. It's, there's no privacy anymore. You know, back then you had a little bit more privacy, so all you heard was the stories. And I used to, hear, I used to get wild in those parties. You know what I'm saying? It's not just after the Laker game. It's just, you know, they got celebrities in there. They got cats from USC up in there. And this is just what I was told. So when I'm looking at the show, all that shit just, it it has to be accurate because it's the stuff that was being described to us from, you know, some people that was directly there or third person. Um, the show reflects everything. Everything that was said is just a little bit embellished. You know what I mean? Uh, I remember when the season first came out, Magic said he had nothing to do with that. Now, at the same time, I know, I think he had to deal with... Apple, if I'm not, it was either Apple or it was some streaming service that he had a, a deal with and he had his own story to tell, which, you know, both shows were dropping around the same time. And he said, uh, you know, promoting his show that he had nothing to do with winning time. He doesn't agree with the content or nothing like that. And of course, you got to say, like, he has to say that he's a businessman. This is a man who has helped bring the Dodgers a championship, the Lakers a championship, you know what I'm saying? Going to purchase. This is prior to uh, going there to purchase a Washington football team. You know what I mean? So um, you got to keep your name as clean as possible, even though we already know you was outside <laughs> since the <laughs> since the mid '90s. I mean, well, before that, but we found out in the mid '90s, right? Um. So yeah, I mean it's watching this show, Mike, is, is is basically, I'm not saying that I'm reliving it. It's more so of some of the things that I heard, I'm getting more details. And again, we know that this is still Hollywood, so they're going to throw some things in there to keep, obviously, to keep the show interesting. But from what I was told, this particular guy, the creator of the show, um, some way, somehow, has always been there. Always been around these things, and if if it's not him directly, then it's people around him. 
So the information is not far off from the truth. Um, but I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's entertaining. You know, if 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 you really don't know what a cap looks like or magic looks like, you know what I mean? You could almost think you know, like they were the actual players and then go look at the real players and be like, yo, this is not far off. You know, uh, breaking down the Kareem uh, situation where at one point he wanted to get traded and get away and go back home. That's not hard. To, that's, that's, that's not hard to believe. That's his hometown. You know what I'm saying? And he wasn't with all the glitz and glamour and shit like that. He dealt with it, but at the same time, it was like that's not truly him. He don't care for all that type of attention. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, you go back home, you gonna get the same type of attention. They got celebrities on the sideline, just like how we got celebrities. Now they may not have a magic, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you're gonna have some cats on the team that they are they outside. They outside and no, just seeing the origin story of, um, you know, Chick Hearn, you know, that's dope. Pat Riley, you know, and so all the, the the coaches we had, you know, privy to him, um, you know, and just seeing Jerry, but like when we used to see Jerry Buss, it was just it, it was just all love. You know, between him and Al Davis. And, and and our Lakers were much more successful than the Raiders. But Al Davis was like, Al Davis and Jerry Buss is like, you can't, those, it's like the cool uncles. You know, and I mean, like I said, it's, it's nothing I can complain about, bro, because I can honestly tell you, this has been one of the most entertaining sports shows I've seen in a while. And comparing it to like The Last Dance, Obviously, it's not really comparable because one is actually live footage, but the entertaining aspect is just, it's killing it. It's killing it. I mean, we, and, and I found out some stuff that I didn't know on the last dance, but at the same time, you know, even we live in a world where even if it's not fully the truth, we still don't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if we know it's not far off. Um, but I'm sick though, because not getting the third season, that's missing a lot. Uh, we're not going to be able to go into the depth of, uh, the, the magic and bird beef, you know, um, you know, LA versus Detroit. And then, you know, the end of our run, um, against Chicago, right? And, and I didn't even think to get a third season that they would even, get into the whole, you know, age thing, right? Um, but then again, I can't see it not being on there, if that make any sense. Like, ending it, you know, after the Bulls go on a run, then I'm cool with that. But I think they still have to show it would be good to see the older magic, you know what I'm saying? Even the coaching magic, you know what I mean? But, um <sighs> That's a tough one. That's what. That's a tough one. So, um, appreciate the the question, Mike. And um, yeah, I'll be tapping into the last episode. Uh, Mike was also a Detroit. Like, you, well, we heard he was a Detroit Pistons fan, but he also a Detroit Lions. I want to give a special shout out to uh, to Jerry Golf, uh, Fantasy Gold. I'm talking about Fantasy Gold. Detroit couldn't pull it off today, or whatever. But uh, you know, that was a hell of a game. That was a hell of a game. They went they 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 went into overtime too. They went into overtime, so it was a, it was a dope game. But Jared Goff points, 
Yeah, that's like low key my guy right there. But because uh, I think he had a, he would had almost like three thirty or something like that, and about two two three touchdowns. Yeah, he was killing. He was killing. Jared Goff is the one for y'all. And yo, I respect the whole ski mask thing. I mean, I know Miami be coming up with their things. I think Miami may have been Miami University. That's what I mean. Miami University might be a, might be the first ones with the ski mask thing, but not they not. They didn't do it like Detroit. Detroit made it an identity. I think Miami just used it for like a game or something like that. Uh, I like that, though. And all the Detroit fans out there, man, yo, if y'all looking for some custom-made ski masks, your boy got them. Well, technically, I don't have a ski mask on me. I would have to order them and then make them, but shouldn't take much. Send that bread in. Uh, I should. What am I selling them for? For about, they got to go for at least like 30, 35. You know what I'm saying? Because it might cost like 15 to get. Um, and to send back, yeah, I got to think about this price. Because I got to, yeah, because y'all just brought in the regular blue ones. I'm trying to put some content on them. But shout out for Detroit for having that type of identity. And they almost pulled it out. They played against Seattle. Um, and Seattle just pulled it off at the end. They couldn't get a stop. They couldn't get a stop in overtime to get that rock back. And Seattle scored. But shout out, man. Shout out to the Detroit teams, man. Much love, much love. Uh, let's get to it, man. There's some there's some footage that we got. A lot. Unless they talking about y'all. Or they talking about my mom. Mm-hmm. Yes, See, back where I come from, when somebody says something about your mom, you put one foot back. Yes, so you were ready to get down he didn't directly say something about his mama, but he alluded to the fact that his mama raised him, and my mama didn't raise me right. I raised him right. Hello. <laughs> Yep, y'all know that voice. Y'all, y'all may have not known the the second voice, but uh, y'all know y'all know the voice that started this clip off. That's Dion again, Coach Prime. Uh, a couple of things I want to point out: we don't even call him Coach Dion. We don't even call him Coach Sanders. They call him Coach Prime. He's the only coach that's recognized as a, as a nickname, Coach Prime. And let me tell you. I didn't have to look up the uh, ratings, the numbers. Just know that he's grabbing a headline almost every week. Now, again, I get it. This is only his, what, third game? Uh, he's 3-0. and He's going to move up in the polls. And uh, But this was the closest. This was a dogfight because it went into two overtimes. Um, what a special day, though. His son brings them back in double overtime to win the game. And his other son on defense, Shiloh, had an 80-yard pick six. Say what you want about Dion. I get it. His personality rubs some people the wrong way. It's understandable. Certain cats that I don't like, but that, that's still great, right? But this is a man who is coaching two kids of his on the same team, one on offense and one on defense. And these other kids... He's been raising them as well. You know, these other kids, he's been in their lives since they were young. So he's he's coaching his kids. 
That's winning. It don't matter if he has a winning record this season. If it doesn't, you know, turn out the way they thought it was going to turn out or the fans thought it was going to turn out, whatever the case may be. I mean, he's already surpassed what they've done the year before, which was win one game and 11 losses. He's undefeated and he's ranked in the top 25 right now. But every week, he's going to get doubters. And that's going to drive the content because they're waiting on him to lose whether to see how much he can win. That's a fact. More people want are, is waiting to see him lose and fail than to win. And I'm not going to say I'm, next, I'm, I'm, I'm on their side, but I do understand a, lot, a little bit of it. Why? Because, well, for many reasons. Some just don't like him. That's one. The other thing is we do know that he knows he doesn't have the complete team to challenge some of these other tougher programs. He has... Oregon and USC back-to-back. We don't know if he's going to get past Oregon, right? And then when he gets to USC, they're not ranked in the top, what, top six for nothing. Stellar offense, one of the best freshmen in the game, next to theirs. Theirs definitely was in the Heisman race. We got to talk about that. Travis Hunter will be out for a couple of weeks. So he... Damn, he might be able to be available for uh, the SC game. I don't think he's going to make the Oregon game. And if he can't make the SC game, the chances are is was already slim. Full, healthy roster, they were talking about getting, you know, beating them by 21. Now, some people, you know, McCoy said that he believes, uh, Sean McCoy believes that um, SC will lose. To Colorado, you know, Colorado. Um, but, you know, with Travis Hunter being banged up right now, it's going to be hard to see. And it was a dirty hit. It was a dirty hit. Uh, but I would like to explain to my own boy Smooth because I, I was I was telling him in Vegas doing um, college football opening weekend, him and my boy, him and my boy base, that I don't think they're going to be playing Travis Hunter on both sides of the ball too long, no matter how young he is and how great he is that's too much wear and tear on his body. And so as soon as he got hurt, I, and then I got the news that he was going to be out a couple of games, he got transported to the hospital. I said, see, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Now, look, people say you can get injured any time. Yeah, but if he was only playing one side of the ball, he might not get hit that much, right? Might not, right? He was playing offense. Now, he can play both. Now, which one do you feel like he's better at? That's up to you. I think he's great at both. He's shown that he can, I mean, that's why he's a, he was in a Heisman race. Losing two games, that's going to hurt his stock. Unless he does something outrageous <laughs> for the rest. When he comes back to SC, beats SC, then he might be right back up there. But losing two games, that's going to be hard because your other competitors most likely are going to be, are most likely is going to be in a situation where, in a situation where they played all their games. Um, but you got to give a lot, uh, a lot of respect to Colorado State because they damn near almost pulled it off. They controlled most of that game and they got a receiver. Uh, what's the receiver name? I wrote his name down too. Well, he's actually a tight end. Oh my bad. He he's actually a tight end. 
What's his name? Where's his name, man? Where's his name? Dylan Hoker? Dylan Hoker? That man had 109 yards and two touchdowns. Tight end, though. He was killing. Killing. Some cat some cat from uh from Utah. He's from Utah. Um, he was nice. He was solid as hell. And that quarterback was solid too. I think the uh, the the quarterback threw for over three fifty or something like that. He was out there playing, bro. Hey, Colorado almost lost. And I know it's a rivalry game and it was you know, the clip that I just played with that stemmed from, you know, the coach saying that when he, you know, step in the room, you know, my I was taught to take off my hat and take off my glasses when I'm talking to somebody. And that's where all that stemmed from. You know what I mean? And and you know what Dion gonna do. He gonna times ten. He gonna go in. Bought the whole team shades. You know what I'm saying? Brought his mama out for the post uh for the post game. He gonna do it. He gonna do the most. But that's always been him. That's always been him. He was like that as a player. You know what I mean? And I'm not just talking about in sports. <laughs> no, but um that was a great game. That's probably the game of the year thus far. You know, out of all the games, I know it's only been three, three to four weeks. Um, that has to be the top game. But again, like I said, Colorado. I I tweeted out is all my Midwest and East Coast people up because nigga, we was getting tired over here. You know, it's about eleven so and the Dodger game went into like eleven ending ending uh innings. Yeah, nigga, the Dodger game was still on. Nigga, I was sleepy. I was sleepy. So I know look, that's how that's the prime effect. I got I got I think I have an episode called The Prime Effect. <clears throat> he got y'all cast in up for a West Coast game, a Colorado versus Colorado State. That's too much power he got. That's too much power. But I hope that power opened up other doors to get other coaches in there with similar personalities. And don't think Dion on slick. Dion gonna get those recruits. Look at how many goddamn celebrities was at that game. That is crazy. The amount of little Wayne got a jersey. He he brought them out rapping. That might have been the first time in NFL, college, football, Pop Warner history. Little Wayne and he had a jersey. You know, The Rock was there. Uh, Chauncey Billups was there. Uh, Offset was there. I caught him off take in the, uh, <laughs> I caught him off take in the, in a group chat. They was laughing at me. That damn iPhone was killing me, but Offset was there. They had other rappers there and it, it, shit was crazy, bro. And that's how it, Cameron, Master P was talking to each other in the locker room. Come on, man. That's how he's going to get those recruits. You come on, you come play here. You're going to meet these celebrities. You're going to meet these former players. And that's not bad because, yo, I'm, I, 12 Cal, hear me when I say this. Saban. Yeah. All of them did it. All of them, Sweeney, all of them did it. They didn't did something, bro. They didn't do it like us because we have more flavor. But they did it. They did it. So, look, man, I'm not a Colorado fan. Um, And Dion is not, well, Dion is the best corner of all time, but he's not my favorite corner of all time. Shout out to Charles Woodson. But I want him to win. I want him to win at what he does. You know what I'm saying? And I want him to do it well. You know, but I think a lot of people is rubbed the wrong way because Dion not perfect. It's just that we, people like myself, accept that other side because we all human. And we all got ego to a certain point. You know what I mean? So 
I kind of understand it. Or just, it might be just assholes understanding assholes <laughs> at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to Colorado. And uh, yeah, man, before I get up out of here, sad, sadly, but you know, I got to talk about my goddamn Raiders. J.O. wants y'all, hey, J.O. wants y'all to drop Jimmy G. He said you, he said you could just cut him. Uh, we just we lost thirty eight ten to Buffalo, and I kind of knew we was gonna get our ass handed to us because they just came off of that crazy loss to the Jets uh, after they didn't injured my you know my man's you know what I'm saying after four plays after three or four plays you know that was a game that was gift wrapped to them but they ended up losing I knew they was gonna take it out on us and they did fantasy wise I cleaned up you know what I'm saying Gabe Davis. Shout out, you know what I'm saying? That's the only Buffalo Bill I got this year. I wasn't able to get digs. Um, but fantasy-wise, I think I think I did good. I think I went 2-on-1, or I'm looking at 2-on-1 right now, so don't want to uh, count my eggs, but, you know, it's looking good fantasy-wise so far. Uh, appreciate it, man. Uh, I, I guess we'll, you know, I'll open up the gym next week and see what it is, man. But, uh, again, understand this. Watch the narratives week by week, and... Watch Prime. See how he builds their confidence. And he's going to need it because his star player is out. His star freshman is out for at least two weeks. So his sons is going to have to pick it up on defense and offense. And, I mean, not much you could pick up on offense. The man is hes phenomenal in that pocket. And the interception he threw wasn't necessarily his fault. Um, And he actually used his feet. Now, his yardage might not show it, but that's because he was also sacked a lot. So they deducted a lot of yards, you know, with them sacks. But he had to use his legs a lot more than what he probably wanted to. But that shows the determination of winning that game in double OT. That was impressive. That was impressive. So shout out Open Run with BTG, man. By the grace of God, I'll see y'all next week. Shout out to Detroit, man. (laughs) 